We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash, and welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot, presented by our good friends over at Little Caesars Pizza. There's Stay, we're Stay Hot. They're staying ready with some hot and ready pizza for you all NFL season long. They can be Stay Hot, I guess, if they want to, but we're going to be talking about NFL Week 6. Got a lot of interesting games to talk about today. It felt like it was kind of the week of upsets. The Browns upset the Niners. The uh, the Jets upset the Eagles. The Giants almost upset the Buffalo Bills. But <laughs> good job, New York. <laughs> good job. You couldn't you couldn't complete the process or getting really close to it or giving it a very good shot, a very and, good and, shot. And the Panthers, the Panthers went up. And the Panthers were leading at some point. <laughs> they upset. What a crazy week in the NFL this has been. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, before man. we get into all that, <laughs> Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. I was in Chicago this weekend with friends, and I didn't get stabbed or murdered or robbed or mugged okay. like the lamestream media said that I would. It was a, a beautiful time in a beautiful city, although it was quite rainy. And when we went into a sports bar on Saturday, it was not playing Oregon versus Washington. It was playing exclusively Big Ten matchups, Wisconsin-Iowa and Illinois versus Maryland. So we had to watch Washington. Did, well, did, watch you, ask him to, did you ask them to change it? And were they like, no? Or I asked them to change it, and they were like, oh, yeah. And then they didn't. And then they didn't. Okay. <laughs> so we watched uh, Washington's dramatic win on our phone because we were in staunchly big 10 country so that's the only gripe i have about the the city of chicago but food was great had some wonderful pizza the classic the classic it was 
extremely tasty. Fair enough. I Matt. didn't um I didn't do anything super crazy this weekend. I was at a bar that was playing Oregon Washington and it was great. It was a very good college football weekend. It's one of those weekends where you start to see the college football is better than the NFL takes fly. It's so good. I won't I say anything. That. I won't. I like but. how both I like how I think in that debate both sides eat equally often. I feel like for every weekend that college football has like some game that would never happen in the NFL. Like there's oh, the next weekend will be like a slate of blowouts and then all the NFL games are close and we're just kind of in this perpetual discourse that is like a true 50-50. We're right, us college football boys. Unfortunately, <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. But yes, there there are. Don't don't put me in that. In there's, that there's, category. there's there's some there's some there's some uh, weeks that are tougher than others for the college football agenda. There's like two and a half a year where it's like, oh, it was really rough this week. Okay. But I don't I don't think I don't think it's half the time. I don't. It may not be half, but you know, there's always some weeks where the agenda gets hard to push, like DeAndre Swift. Um, for the two weeks he went off, but luckily that's over. <laughs> yeah, love, love it got me. it was hard there for a little bit, but luckily, luckily it's not there anymore. Um, anyway, let's talk about some of these games. Let's talk about let's talk about some of these games. Um, do we do we want to talk about the uh, <laughs> the Thursday night game or the London game? I I, I, I will say this about the the ravens and and titans there there has to be some stipulation to getting there early and like ha- being in the mindset and being just like not jet lagged to play well in that london game yeah i, I think that the, you've got to do a bunch of different things to combat it that i'm not totally aware of like i don't know the sports science of it people deal with it at the olympics too like i know athletes Mm -hmm. there go through really crazy regiments to get their body right like sleep not deprivation chambers but like special dark rooms and on planes to you know trick your body into thinking it's a different time who knows what goes into it my main takeaway was well, the the thing on Twitter everybody wanted to debate was the the play calling uh, inside the red zone, which obviously could have been better today because they didn't score uh, touchdowns; they scored field goals. Matt, you were oddly silent yeah. about Justin Tucker today, but um, didn't he miss an extra point? Don't actually, don't say don't say any sort of context or retort to that. I, he, he may miss have. An extra I, point? I, I, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. Okay, it's over for him. You're you're right. I'm, What's the thank context? Thank you for not saying. Matt, you said don't say any context. I have Something no tells idea. Me there. Hmm. There was a block. Hmm. It was blocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think with the Ravens, it was a, a a real bounce back performance from their skill position talent. You know, it made me feel a little bit better about them after last week was such a disaster. Yeah. Zay Flowers had a good game. I actually thought they had a wonderful play call that got them the touchdown to Zay Flowers where um, I think it was a, a bear front for the Titans. They went in motion. They overloaded one side. So I think it was, I think it was three by one after the motion and 
the entire Titans defense had to shift over to a more four down front. And that put Harold Landry back off the ball. And then they ran Matt mesh and they got Zay flowers on him one-on-one. And then Lamar was able to just kind of hold it, hold it, hold it. And then Zay was not even running the mesh anymore. He just was kind of like running around and shook. <laughs> Shockingly, he was able to shake Harold Landry and score. So I thought that was a good play call. They should have called that play every every time. It would have scored a, a touchdown. Why don't they just run that play every single play? Are they stupid? Like, are, they, are they dumb? <laughs> Little Madden mindset for them. They're really relying on Zay Flowers cooking. That he's on pace room. to like break the. Yeah, he, yeah he's he's like he's like Waddle's right there record. for the catches. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. ridiculous, man. Um, what was he? Why did I don't know? I don't know four? how viable of a strategy that is with Zay Flowers, though. Like I saw a play today. He got he caught a short one. He got stacked like pretty pretty quickly, and then someone like dove at his knees to try to bring him down because he was staying up and he still was just kind of fighting forward. And then Linderbaum came and crushed the whole pile and moved it forward. It's like, dude, Zay is five foot nine. And that's like your average NFL play. I'm like a hundred targets right off the bat. Like I hope he could, I hope he can hold up because if he he can't like everyone else on the receiving court can't either so he's like five nine one seventy five soaking wet like (laughs) let's be let's be the other great play from their skill position group was um a corner route that mark andrews was was clearly like about to run and then saw it was you know capped by a defender and really broke it off and settled over the middle of the field and lamar was able to find him and i thought that that was a, a really special play like it's it's hard when you can't talk to each other yeah. like against a certain coverage this is where i'm going to go you know to hang in there and be able to find those things almost kelsey-esque under strict, uh, under pressure is is something that was missing these past couple of weeks for mark andrews so it was good to see him you know get a chunk play like that and overall like they were moving the ball up and down the field pretty well just unfortunate like trying to pound the ball in the in the red zone against a good front couldn't quite punch it in but mm-hmm. ended up ended up winning the game so I, th- I thought it was a little bit too much hate. Got the w yeah zay flowers is on pace for 136 targets this year by the way good lord which is just silly stuff where is he in offensive rookie of the year talks right now it's such a good year that I, I I mean he's got some ground to make up after last week. There is no doubt about it. Like he was an <laughs> active, and they, he he has kind of helped lose his team a game, which Stroud has not done. And uh, unfortunately, he ain't a quarterback, so it's going to be really he's, hard. He's a yeah. skill position. He's a skill position player that has actively lost his team a football game. So yeah, it's it's not looking good for him in the rookie of the year voting. But especially he actively has been... lost Lamar Jackson a football game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the ultimate crime around here at Stay Hot. If you lose Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert a football game, you're banished. <laughs> right to the shadow realm. But um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of all. We need to hit on for that game. If we want to talk about the Browns. We can talk about the Browns today. This I mean, is if a you very, really want to, Bladen, I guess, you know. This is <laughs> this is probably oh. the most valid Browns conversation we have probably ever had on this podcast. 
Their defense is the most so deserving good. one. Where does this rank Browns moments all time, Bladen? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know you're trying to go out, see your favorite football team, maybe your favorite basketball team with the basketball season getting into getting into motion. Maybe you want to see Wemby in action. Well, the best way to get the best seats at the best price is with the app Game Time. You can get, like I said, the best price on the best tickets, and you get that little that little view where you can see exactly where your seat is going to be and exactly what you're going to be able to see. And with Game Time, you just get the best price on the best tickets, guaranteed. They have their best price guarantee, so it takes all the guesswork out of buying tickets. Matt, did you want to add something? No, I think you said it all. All right, so you know what that means. Got to head on over to GameTime.co or download the GameTime app and use the code BLADINK to get $20 off your first purchase. You're already getting the best price. We're giving you $20 off. It's literally the perfect deal. So again, terms apply, create an account, redeem the code BLADENK, that's B-L-A-I-D-E-N-K for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Brown's moments all time, just like in my life that I've yeah, witnessed. that you can yeah. think of. Um, okay, so the playoff win against Pittsburgh is obviously number one. That's mm-hmm. fair. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to start thinking. <laughs> now we have to really, thinking. we have to there's put our thinking Chris, caps on. There's, there's the Christmas miracle against the Chargers. Um, that was to, to win not, the one game, right? To yeah. win the one game, yes. Okay. Is, is that solely at all by the fact that you blew it the next year and went 0-16? Um, yeah, that, that, the momentum was it didn't really carry over into the following but but it was a but it's a good moment. It's not about what it, it was a Christmas okay. miracle. It, it, it was, was a Christmas, Christmas miracle, miracle, you know. Um, I can't ask for much more than that. Um, I'm trying to think about what else. The Baker Baker's first game against the Jets. Oh that yeah, was, yeah, that was pretty great. Um, honestly, the Browns had another good game against. Actually, I won't even call it a good game. Isaiah Crowell had a good game against the 49ers. <laughs> this like has to be clear. This ago. has to clear Isaiah Crowell's good game. <laughs> yeah, this is. It's probably. It, I mean, it's probably top five. We're we're on our we're five. we're unofficially putting this in the top five. Unofficial top five Browns moments Man. ever. Isaiah Crowell um, is one of those names, you know. Where it's like, wow, I remember, <laughs> bro, remember Crowell. Isaiah Crowell was a dog, man. I don't care what anyone says. I loved Isaiah Crowell. I would get an Isaiah Crowell jersey. Today. Not a lot of other 
players to love on those teams eight years ago. But yeah, the offensive this, line was great. But I take it away. Like, what happened today, Blake? How, how do you see it? Um, and yeah, I mean, the Browns' defense is fantastic. You know, the doubters can say what they want. Um, a lot of people, I still see a lot of people calling for Kevin Stefanski to get fired, even after I thought he called a, a pretty good game, given they're on their third quarterback um, who like just got in the building this week and they are without Nick Chubb. They were without Joel Batonio and like the offense wasn't great, obviously, but you know, some of those, they had some really nice play calls. The, the one that comes to mind is they lined up with, they do that QB sneak with the tight end that some people do that. They'll like, they lined up Harrison Bryant under center and then they sent, uh, they like motioned Kareem Hunt and got him the ball. And like everyone was so crowded up against the line of scrimmage that he was like perfectly blocking out. It was like one on, just like one on no one at that point. It was just straight shot to the end zone. It was beautiful. So I thought Kevin Stefanski called a great game. I just thought everything kind of lined up for what they needed offense, for like what they needed to get done offensively, they got done. What they needed to do defensively, obviously, the defense is going to continue to play well. It hurt the Niners a lot to lose Trent Williams, to lose Debo, to lose McCaffrey. But, I mean, at some point, yeah. and, and this this is... That'll kill you. I, I, here's the thing. I thought Purdy actually... People were like, Purdy got exposed. I thought Purdy actually played decently well. Ayuk sold them. Ayuk played a really bad game. Uh, he had like one good play at the end, but he had like four drops, four horrible drops, one of which would have been a touchdown. Purdy overthrew one to McCaffrey, but like generally speaking, I thought Purdy played a pretty fine game. Yeah, um, there's a lot working against him. The the rain yeah. was coming down as well. The rain, injuries. I mean, and I, and I don't know if I'm ready to give this take yet, but... I kind of think Purdy's better than Tua. Like people, I don't know pe- about that. People, I, my, like I always see the oh, if Purdy was drafted where Tua was drafted, and Tua was drafted where Purdy was drafted, their conversations surrounding each other would be exactly the same. It's like Tua would receive the Purdy treatment, and Purdy would receive the Tua treatment, basically saying they're the same player. I I kind of think Purdy is better. I don't think so. I, I, I think I, Purdy is. I think Purdy is worse at the Shanahan stuff than Tua is. I just don't think he's... The point-and-shoot stuff, I yeah. I, I but like, I think... with the release. I don't think he's as good with the timing. I don't think he's as good with the accuracy. Like, And those are, like, the main things. Yeah. I guess. I, I, think, I think that he does maybe add a little bit more, like... Like, I think of that pass to Ayuk in the, in the back of the end zone. I think it was the Seattle playoff game last year where he like extended the play a crazy long time and hit him and Ayuk dropped it in the corner like maybe he gives you a little bit more of that than Tua does but I think of like the main things of the Shanahan offense like I do believe that Tua ranks higher than Purdy in a lot of those metrics I I I mean he will he will I always think that Tua is honestly like not bad with the extending the play stuff I think when he gets running around, he can make it happen a little bit, at least on Purdy's level. I, I agree with you, though. I think to his ability to be, you know, not just accurate, but accurate to the point where you're helping creating, you know, like yards after catch ability and to look off safeties and 
the the timing of everything. He's really, really great at that stuff. So I, I would agree. Yeah. I'd say two is better. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's I think it's definitely. Close. Well, what do you I, like? Why, what do you think? Why do you think Purdy is better? I I just disagreed with you without hearing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, no, you're, it, you the the creation ability is kind of it. Like I think what Purdy can do creatively is, you know, I think the he breaks he breaks tackles in the pocket that I don't really see Tua break as as frequently. Um, and, and it's like. You talk about the throw he made to Ayuk in, in the Seattle game. He made a throw to Ayuk today where it was just like right over the – like he has the accuracy to get some passes. It's just every once in a while he misses one, but so does Tua. I'm like, Tua, Tua had a couple of really bad passes against the Giants. Oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, I just don't think Tua is like flawless enough to where like – I don't know. It, it's – I, I don't have a like fully-fledged Yeah, it's like... <laughs> you, I don't know. Like, two is good. Like, I don't want this to come off as, like, two a slander. I, I like, two has definitely him. been a... a <laughs> fuck two of that. No. Um, he, he's definitely a good quarterback, and, like, so is Purdy. It's just... If I were to pick one today, I do think I would pick Purdy. And because I think he's more of, like, a gamer like and that's basically it but like i i don't have like i haven't i haven't gone in on like the actual like oh am i gonna watch film and figure out who is actually better well i haven't done i, well, I haven't done that i was just like gut feeling gut call after like the past couple of weeks solid vibe vibe check it is yeah it's just vibe check so that's when when i say like i'm no i don't know if i'm ready to give the take yet that's what i mean um, i stand with i stand with steven ruiz i i think that um what does Ruiz say? Oh, Ruiz, you haven't seen all the dialogue about him recently on Twitter? No. People are so mad at him for where he ranked Purdy. <laughs> so where, even, oh, did he rank him like really low? Oh yeah, he's always been low on Purdy, and I think he has him as like QB twenty one, if I believe that correctly. I don't know. I think um today was kind of a look at Purdy dealing with adversity, like and he was terrible. Yeah. Like you just didn't have a good game. So yeah, he didn't have a, but he he made some nice throws. Some got dropped. He led them down the field on the final drive. They just missed the field goal. Well, who like led he, them down the field on the final drive? Like Ayuk breaking <laughs> tackles. Yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know. I thought it was not a I, great. Ayuk was non-existent for that entire game. Like, you want to talk about someone that that was like actually terrible? Ayuk was bad for most of the game. And then that yeah. one play, that was his one good play all day. But I think the Dalvin, Tomlin, Dalvin Tomlinson destroyed the interior of that 49ers offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's the bigger weakness of the 49ers more so than Purdy is like mm-hmm. the depth along the offensive line yeah. outside of Trent Williams. If you, if you want to talk about like, it was like, oh, Purdy had a Purdy struggled today. Bro, Purdy had Dalvin Tomlinson in his lap like every single snap. It was ridiculous. I've never seen just like the center and left guard get violated the way that they did today. And and and, and the danger with the Browns is that they have like four guys that they can line up at the same time and send at you. Okay. Well, then here's the question. How does that match up against the Eagles? 
Not good. Not good. That doesn't match not up good, against Jalen Carter. But, but it's, the, it's, it's, not a, it's not a depth thing. It's that their offensive line is pretty weak outside of Trent Williams. Yeah, and Trent Williams got hurt today, and, and who knows if he can stay healthy all year. Um, I will say I, I, I would probably take the Browns secondary over the Eagles, though. The, the, if the yeah, Niners I, I don't, can I don't, get I don't disagree. Stuff, I don't think the Eagles' defense is perfect, obviously. Um, yeah. Although I, I thought the they played a pretty good game perfect. today. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, that's what you got to be thinking about if you're the Niners. Yeah. Yeah, especially like if, if you can't. This is the, the Niners' big problem. Is if they can't stay healthy, like they need Trent Williams out there, they need Debo out there. Like what makes this offense work is that they have all their pieces, and we we saw when they lose guys there, they they would get into penalty situations just because they're trying to to move so many guys around they can't get set. So I mean they were they were running into problems like that on offense, um, and and it was just a sloppy game overall. There were like twenty five total penalties. Um, it, it was just an ugly game. It started out with like literally a brawl, <laughs> like. Before the, before kickoff, like it, it was just an ugly game, start to finish. Yeah, it was but, it was a it was a knife fight. It was it was a slugfest. It was it was in the mud. Yeah, it, it was, was in the slop. It was a, it was a sl- <laughs> it was a sloppy game. So. It was a sloppy game, and sometimes weird shit can happen in those types of games. And and that's yeah. what happened. And I think Purdy would have really needed to have been a a, a superhero to get the victory today. Like yes. they're without without. McCaffrey, who you can't play man coverage against because he's lined up in the backfield, and uh, without yeah. Debo, who is someone who can also do that, like, and in in those kinds of conditions, it can kind of be tougher to run really crisp routes. And and there was no separation from the 49ers all day. And in that situation, the quarterback kind of needs to put it upon himself to make the plays. And I just don't think Purdy's that kind of quarterback. I think I think with Purdy, it's like he's a good. People can't conceptualize the idea of a role player quarterback. Like they can conceptualize the yeah. idea of role players, but it's like what happens when the quarterback is the role player. And to me, like whenever I look at quarterbacks, like well, if I'm scouting, if, if I'm scouting them, <laughs> I want I want guys who do things nobody else, like other quarterbacks can't do. That's what I want. Like I want a guy. But how that, many of those guys exist? And, and who are other quarterbacks? Purdy, Goff, to a, to Cousins, like those. That to yeah. me is like kind of the other quarterbacks in this in this conversation. So, like I I think that's who Purdy is, and it's it's very admirable, and he's he's for what he's doing for where he's picked, and he's very good for the offense. Like he can get it up and down over the intermediate defenders, and and he this is his first loss ever, and it came with a ton of asterisks. So, yeah, yeah. I think that he's a <laughs> I think that he's a good role player. Like there's a plenty. Like if I were to say. I don't know who, who else is a good role player like Ramondre Stevenson, like he's a good running back. Yeah. The role player though, you know, like he's not it's, Nick Chubb. It's not a superstar, and it's just like in that vein. It's just at a different position, and it's I think it's tough. But the Browns deserve a lot of credit. Their their defense is yeah. going to rule all year. They they can get so after nice. it versus any kind of offensive line. Like no matter how and, your depth is, like Jim Schwartz can. And they're can three serve and up. two. They're three and two coming out of the bye week. This is kind of prime because they're going into like the easy quote-unquote easy portion of their schedule like they're definitely in the thick of it for this division still despite really awful quarterback play like some of the worst quarterback play in the nfl if not just straight up the worst 
Yeah, PJ Walker had a two high. You can see the two high on the throat <laughs> chart type of game today. Like everything is just in the flats, in the flats, in oh the my. flats, underneath, hey, underneath, underneath. Like today, just do not throw it today over the was the was the perfect game to to showcase Amari Cooper, how underrated Amari Cooper is. Well, everyone uh, thinks of Amari Cooper. He's like, oh, he's just just this good route runner. He just settles in space. He's just sure-handed reliable guy he's just this good route runner who can catch. yeah he's just he's just this good wide receiver <laughs> who can catch the football oh my god little do they know what he actually is <laughs> it's he's a, number a great one. wide receiver <laughs> who can get open and catch i'm just like P- pj walker comes in and there's like if you're if you're a quarterback entering an offense that you're unfamiliar with you're going to just try and get the ball to the best player you can at all times. And that's pretty, that's basically what PJ Walker did. He was just like, yeah, Amari Cooper over there somewhere. I think both of his interceptions were just him trying to like get it to Amari Cooper. I mean, give, like, <laughs> give, give, give my boy PJ a little bit of a, a hey, break he here. He it's, out. you know, in the rain, <laughs> you know, I, I've been on the team for five days. It's Fred Warner over there. And I got to oh try God. to throw over the middle. Like, no. <laughs> no it's not gonna happen yeah it's not gonna happen but hey he got it to amari a couple of times couple big plays he uh, did just one enough in, one in stride that. big 50 yarder and then another on third down just high point i'm like oh my god i'm like yeah that's amari can still make big plays people don't think of him like that but he's still got that in his bag they just don't they just don't always need that from him Especially when they had Chubb. That was their big play guy. But Amari might have to step up to that. But how many thousand yard seasons has he had? People talk about Mike Evans and his thousand yard seasons, but Amari Cooper's always always been all reliable. He can always get it done. Respect Amari Cooper. Yeah, he he had one of his better, I think, route running years last year. I actually think he kind of became overrated as a route runner as his career went on in Dallas. And like by the end, I don't think that he was like this huge, like supernova type of route runner. And I, I think he got a little bit of that back in uh in Cleveland. Like he he started to who knows what it was, who knows why, but like he did get traded for a fifth round pick from Dallas and just yeah. wasn't wasn't making the catch it like the contested catch like he wasn't any kind of contested catch artist his last year in Dallas either. Right. He caught he caught one in between two guys. He went high pointed one in between two guys today. That was about as contested catch guy as it gets. Right. So he he's nasty. He's been playing pretty well in Cleveland. Pretty well. I, I still yeah. think that he probably lacks the volume of like jaw dropping plays that like I would I would yeah. consider for like some of the top top guys around the league but man yeah, he he's, doesn't he's, he doesn't have right. burner he doesn't he's not he's not like he doesn't have burner speed yeah he's not that's like a his, freak freak athlete or but yeah he's 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 more than solid and and i think he's playing really good football in cleveland like some of the best of his career so yeah yeah it was uh it was a great win from the browns the beginning stretch of the season was the toughest defenses they faced um but at the end of the day it's like pj walker is not winning you a super bowl and i don't know what's going on with Deshaun watson right now in a lot of different areas like is he do you think do you think he just ducked the 49ers i think there's a real chance that he did i mean apparently he has a shoulder contusion and they're saying he's like some people are saying he's week to week and some people are saying that he's like they're like no he won't play for like three more weeks i mean he's got a fully guaranteed deal yeah 
He's <laughs> sit back, relax, watch I the guess, money come yeah. in anyway. Um, I guess. I think they can get, I saw in a report, I guess I didn't, this is a headline, I'm headline watching here, but they can get out of it if he gets suspended for any amount of time. Interesting. So it's like, maybe he just doesn't want to play at all. <laughs> eliminate any, I don't know what a quarterback would have to do to get suspended I, for a game. So it's like in a game, get suspended. I have like, I don't know. I have, I have no, no idea. idea. I have no idea either, but <laughs> I mean, if he had gotten caught in the scruffle today, in, in in the pregame, maybe who knows? Maybe maybe he takes a shot at Trent Williams. <laughs> I'm not I'm not concerned about San Francisco at the end of the day, unless he's. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Injuries are serious. This episode of Stay Hot is presented by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a code when you sign up. That code is Stay Hot. And if you use code STAYHOT, they will double your first deposit up to $100. Now, once you've used this code and once you've made your deposit, what can you expect to find in the Underdog Fantasy app? Well, you can expect to find anything and everything related to fantasy sports. We got fantasy football. We got fantasy baseball. If you want to put some money on these playoff series that have been happening, we got hockey in full swing, the regular season there. NBA is coming up, PGA. And we got drafts, a three-person draft, a six-person draft for individual games. Like, we got pick'ems for individual games. We got rivals. And that's, uh, you, you look at two running backs and you pick who you, you think is going to have the better game. So they got a lot of different sports and a lot of different game modes and uh, a lot of different fun things to do. So check out the Underdog Fantasy app. Use code STAYHOT. They will double your first deposit up to $100. That is code STAYHOT. And yes, download the... You ooh, you want to download the Underdog Fantasy app so bad. I'm a little bit more concerned about Philly. Like, we talked about it a while ago that their offense just wasn't quite as good as it was last year, and they were still beating teams pretty bad, and it, it didn't seem to matter, and you'd hope they'd find their stride. Um, today was not was uh, their worst performance yet. Hurts through three picks. No, could have had another at the end stop. of the game. You it was, I mean, it was some ugly, ugly stuff. And it didn't make any sense because it was, I mean, they were just nonsense throws. I mean, the curl that he ended up throwing, what basically ended up being like the game losing interception. It's like, yeah, dude, I, I don't know it's what like he, the situation there made it make no sense. And I guess he just thought he could fit it in. But I mean, that ball had no chance. No, I, I, yeah. I thought he, he, he must have thought he had, he had, 50% more arm strength than he did there. He was backpedaling. He didn't get his feet under him. He didn't get his feet under him at all, which didn't help. Like, it looks like a blitz was coming. They were only rushing four. He's backpedaling from a clean pocket and throwing into a really, really tight window. And it's like, he was just scared. out. Of, it, like, he looked scared in that play. Like, why was he yeah. I, I, back like I only that? got I only got to catch, like, the back portion of this game but from what i caught on just like what eagles fans were saying on twitter 
apparently the offensive line was terrible all game. So they were really I struggling. Could, so I could see a world in which they ran a concept like this earlier. He got pressure, thought he might get pressure again, and bailed earlier than he needed to. That's no good, but though. That's, you know? that's still a pro- right. That's still a problem. But like, yeah. I, and one of the picks was one where yeah, Lane Johnson did get beat pretty bad. They they Jermaine Johnson had a pretty fantastic pass rush actually, where he was able to threaten that outside shoulder and then work his way back around. But even then, like, hurts. You can't bring the ball back in that situation. Like, just careless with the football. He he was kind of a statue in that moment, and was had his eyes way down the field, big game hunting the whole time. And like, as a quarterback, you know if someone's right, right besides you. Like, you're a human being. Yeah. Like, you know when people are around. Like immediately around you you can just kind of sense it out of your peripherals or you can hear them or something it's like if someone's right there you can't bring the ball back and that's what he did and popped up in the air and it got picked and yeah it was just a kind of a rough game from him pocket management wise which is always kind of the the knock yeah no he's perfect yeah uh i mean there was the uh the, the the final one too or the final play that ended up being like a really horrible, horrible dropped interception um, down the field. He had Smith oh on that God. play, and it was just too late. It was way too late. That was a pretty late. good – it was too late. It was a nice play by the safety as well to kind of – it looked like it could have been there, and then the safety dropped out. But, yeah, he, I, it was I, so I, far. I, I, I don't think it, it would have been there. I mean, they were yeah, standing they were, by the time that, that got that play call. That play call just puzzled me. What like, about it puzzled you? It's it was what fourth and ten. Like you didn't need to, you didn't need to throw one forty fifty yards. Well, every down play. The field. That's not the only route. You need to clear out space. Would you rather everybody settle at the sticks like curls, and then everybody would yell at that too? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we were talking about that, and <laughs> like before we hopped on, it's like everyone hates every play. It's like what would what, what would have you? What that's would a you choice. That's not the play, right? That's a choice yeah. by the quarterback mm-hmm. to throw the. Alert I guess on that there, there's never there's never a bad time to throw a huge bomb touchdown as long as you actually <laughs> well, hit it. Hit it right. Yeah, I mean, if like the guy was open, time. the guy was right. open. His thought process can't be, "Hey, what? It's fourth and ten. I can't." No. Well, th- I mean that's. But that's what I, I'm, I, I watch Hurts wind up to throw this. I'm like, oh, he must have a guy wide open out there, like no one within 15 yards. I would have, I would have thrown the touchdown. But I mean, I mean it was me there for a second. You could see the space. It just needed to. You're right, Matt. Like the the ball. It, it, it was just way too late. Way too late. Like you can't personally. He squats. You, you can't throw pounds. it when they have seven yards of separation you need to throw it before they have seven yards of separation so when it gets there they are yeah that that one it was kind of easy to see how hertz got himself messed up where it's like okay he sees a guy wide open cool and it's just him with green space in front of him but he just didn't have the arm and i I, i'm not sure any player outside of like maybe like allen or something would have had the the arm to get it there so it, it ended up being you know horrible double coverage yeah, it's Sad. it was a rough pocket management game and and against a really good defensive line. Like they made it the pocket difficult to manage, and Hertz just wasn't really up to the task today. The running game was pretty bad, although I did see a Ben Baldwin stat. DeAndre Swift 
He had what like eighty two yards expected yards given the next gen stats model, and he got like eighteen. Very really. I, I have, that's got to be an all time. That's got to be an all time stinker as far as expected yards goes. It's so hard to tell, like from the broadcast angle, like what the vision was like. But I DeAndre Swift. You and your DeAndre Swift agenda, man. It's not. It's just. It's just the truth. It's just. It's just nothing but the truth. <laughs> He's still the same player he was in Detroit, and that's not. I don't think. I, don't I saw think a tweet today that pissed me off so much. Stuff. I'm sorry. I, I, I shouldn't go too much because he has been talented and he has been good these past couple. Oh, of what, weeks. what what tweet but did you say? I saw a tweet that said last year. The Titans gave up AJ Brown for free to the Eagles this year. The Lions gave up DeAndre Swift for free to the Eagles. I'm like, that's just not true. True, true. Like, Hold on. All I'm saying, all listen, Theo. I'm not saying that you're entirely wrong about Swift, but in the preseason, they were like, Gainwell's our guy. He's going to be our lead back. We trust him. The yeah, they say that every offense. year. They always, then, they're always, they're always talking about Kenneth Gainwell over there, man. <laughs> Well, are they minute, not? Has this not been going on forever, dude? <laughs> no, they weren't going to start Kenneth Gainwell over Miles Sanders. <laughs> well, well Miles in, Sanders the, in crunch now, time so. on on that final drive, I didn't see Swift out there. I saw Gainwell out there. They and love on the important plays. So I, I don't, I'm not convinced that they that they don't like Gainwell more than Swift, huh? Hey, maybe. I I like when it, when he's it really on my came, fantasy team. He's on my fantasy came, team. I I love Kenneth Gainwell. When it came down to it, where was uh where was Swift? I don't know. That that's a stupid <laughs> shit. Now I'm really now I'm really getting into it. I'm really getting. You into said you wouldn't these. get into it, Theo. Come on. I just thought the expected yards stat was was good. That he was like negative yes. sixty yards below or fifty yards below. But to be fair to Swift, expected yards is dumb and. I don't trust. I actually don't trust that metric, and we've talked about why on this show. Like, <laughs> but we are also <laughs> was it that McCaffrey run? Like it's because you can yards. see it, man. Seven you can yards. see it. You I don't care. It, right, you can right. see the it. Case, like, well, that's the case with everything. Is like maybe maybe you expect film. me to get seven yards. <laughs> like, no, it's it's not a good stat. I I I I honestly don't know how fair this criticism is at all. I just. <laughs> Just saw it. I'm talking about it. I'm talking shit. I don't know how fair it is, but it's my podcast, and I'm going to DM DeAndre Swift, invite him on, stay hot. (laughs) We'll go over his film. I'll say. Do you (laughs) think it was unfair? Do you think you were expected to get eight or nine yards here? What we really need is a running backs coach, and and we'll really find out. We will I'll be turning some, on the film, calls. though, to see the real answer. We will be turning on the film to see the real answer of how many yards he was expected to get. Theo's version. Theo's version. <laughs> Bro thinks he's Taylor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, what other games did we want to... We want to talk about uh, Detroit? Yeah, let's talk about Detroit. They've won a bunch straight. Um, they have been very injured, especially on the defense. Yeah. And they've been killing it. Like, they're they're winning huge basically every week <laughs> these past yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, it's like the, the week after we're like, yeah, they don't get any explosive plays on offense. <laughs> and then they go and they put up 40 and they're very like, they're oh. very serious this year yeah no way about no they turned it around i saw I, i've seen a couple of people say that jared goff should be an mvp consideration what are your thoughts on that i don't th- i don't agree <laughs> i just don't agree i i just don't think that yeah. jared goff is the most valuable player in the league you can't convince me that he's more valuable than than some of the other top quarterbacks across the league like and i don't think if we're going to talk about like oh just most fantastic player in the league like i don't think he's been that either i I think he's been quite good this year though like probably the best year of his career this thus far i would i would say um which means his trade value will be sky high (laughs) maybe they'll pay him again i i don't know Uh, i i think that we know how that ends we already know how that ends Mayfield had a terrible game throwing to his left. That's that's what I have noticed about this game. How's how's just, the how's the chart looking? The chart is looking very <laughs> um it, it looking like most world governments, very right leaning. <laughs> Matt, write that down. That's a clip. <laughs> Singer. But um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it was, but he, he just couldn't throw left today. <laughs> That's oh, stupid. For... What's wrong with him? Left, <laughs> looking at the leftmost portion of the field deep, 0 for 3, 1 interception. Intermediate, 1 for 2. Short, 0 for 4. Below, behind the line of scrimmage, 1 for 2. So that's it. He just couldn't throw to his left. And, uh, his... Now, who was over there on the left? This we have to dive into the film and figure out film, who yeah. was on the left. I think the yeah, big thing for the Lions, though, is that their defensive line, like before the season, you saw all the young guys, and you're like, maybe everybody on this unit just takes that step and they do come together. And it's like, that's was like the path of the Lions defense being good. And it has. It has. Yeah. Hutchinson's been playing well. Uh, McNeil's been McNeil's playing been well. Playing really well. Yeah. Well. It, so it, it, it's uh, across the board. It's been. Yeah, the defense has been stuff. really, really strong over the past couple weeks. I, I feel like last week we talked about how Tampa Bay has been able to have some success, kind of playing the hits for Baker, and Detroit shut him down. And the Anzalone, I think, is playing some really good football right now that he hasn't always been playing in the past. Uh, the the secondary has been tight even though they've they've dealt with a lot of injuries back there like i i still worry about the the lions in terms of a super bowl contender just because again like i've said it before and i don't want to keep saying the same thing but like they just don't seem like super bowl level talented to me like stars all over the place type I, of team. I get that but they're i think they're definitely a top three team in the nfc yeah, and I, right. I I don't really see much per in their way, in terms of like winning a 
shit ton of games this regular season. Yeah. Like they can win twelve games, they can go to the playoffs. They can, and I, I think where that where it probably ends is if they play like Philly or San Fran. Although the way the 49ers look today. I think today I am not worried about the 49ers one bit. I think they I'm would. I'm just saying, I think Detroit I think they're could, two tiers above Detroit. Two tiers above. I, think I don't Detroit know. I think they're could. way above Detroit, dude. Like, seriously, like, how, like, stack up the Detroit's best players offense on the 49ers. Detroit's offense is head and shoulders better than Cleveland's. And I know football isn't transitive. But, like, Detroit's offense is head and shoulders above Dude, we're Cleveland's. talking about a rainy game. We talked about all the asterisks that we put on. Like, Rain, McCaffrey got hurt, and Devo got hurt. But I'm just like, saying from an off, like, the Browns like, scored 19 points. <laughs> like, I, I promise you the Lions are scoring more than 19 points. Are uh, Do you? I, I Like, how many points did the Cowboys score? I think and the like, Lions' offense is better than the Cowboys'. A little bit, like, maybe. But, like, I just don't think that they hold a candle to the 40. Like, this is just, to be a Super Bowl contender, like, you need to be. I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl contender. I don't think they can. I don't. Well, then what are we are talking about? I, <laughs> I'm just, I, I think, think they're, they're going to win a lot of. The, yeah, I think they're a top. I just need, the, just, the, the only question I have with the Lions, like, yes, they, they have a very good defense. They have a very competent offense. Like, they, they, golf is playing at a very high level, like. Everyone on the defense is playing at like a pretty good level right now. It just the only thing is like, where would Ayuk rank in terms of offensive players for the Lions? Like it would be number two <laughs> behind Sewell, probably, right? And it's like that's that's the like, their fifth best player. And then on defense, they have two superstar all pros and a bunch of other studs and like that are all better than the Lions best defender. So that that is my only take on the Lions is like they're really good, but I do not buy them as Super Bowl contenders because to do that, like you have to be able to go band for band with the 49ers. And I, I just don't think that they've got that. I understand. I think they're in a position where they could probably beat anybody any given Sunday in the NFC. There's probably nobody where it's out of reach. Um yeah. But yeah, they're not as star-studded, and they're also a lot younger. They're yeah, they're, they're kind great. of at a different spot than the 49ers um, and the Eagles. So we'll see with them. But like, if it doesn't happen for them this year, I don't think it's like over or anything. No, it's not over at all. It's just, it's just I don't I just yeah. don't buy them as Super Bowl contenders. That's they're but probably that not going to go in and win four straight games in the playoffs. But if they win, you know, they could. I think they could get to the NFC Championship game. I think that's oh, as yeah. far as they get. Oh, yeah. I think, I, I think they could get I think to that's the NFC their championship game. I think they could get to the NFC championship game. I, I, I definitely do. There's just, again, I especially if they beat the, the Ravens next week will be a good test. But, man, like their schedule is just so easy. Like I think they could threaten for the number one overall seed. Like they're, <sighs> that, would be, that would really help them, man. And they're five and one right now. I mean how difficult would it be to beat the Raiders, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings, Vikings, and then the losses there, like the potential losses there. Not that they couldn't lose any of those games, but yeah. like when you think about teams that look like they're on their tier, you got the Ravens that they play next week, the Chargers that they play on November 12th, and then the Cowboys they play on December 30th. And like, I'm not sold on the Cowboys even more than I'm not sold on the Lions. Like I think the Cowboys yeah. are very mid, um, <laughs> and I think 
Yeah. Like yeah. they're, you know, so it's like I, I think the Lions. It's 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 a it's a very very favorable schedule. I don't think there's any denial about that. That's why you know, I think um, you see teams all the time. You know, get the one seed. We've seen the Titans do it. Granted, I don't think that this Lions team is that Titans team or anything, but it happens. Schedule matters in the NFL. It's not like everything's just even all the time. Yeah. It, it it it's a big deal. Alliance have it very favorably, but they still have enough reasonable tests in there. So I think we'll get a good idea how they are. Ravens will be a big matchup next week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That'll be a really good game to watch. Um, but yeah, I, they, they can definitely go for the one seed. If they do then, because I've been thinking about it, like as it stands, if, if we were to say like 49ers get the one Eagles get the two and then like Detroit gets the three, then Detroit would play likely um, the Eagles in the divisional round. And I think they could win that. But, like, if they were the one seed, they would be playing, like, bro, who would, like, the Saints? Or, like, whoever's the seventh seed. Or whoever's, like, the last seed that gets a win in the divisional. They'd be playing the NFC South team. Yeah, I mean, how, like, <laughs> how glorious, you know? <laughs> right, like they they would get or like, whoever a, beats the NFC South team. Which they would get a bye week. The they would get a bye week, or then they would play like they would play like Dallas or an NFC South team. And I'm like, you come off that going into like San Francisco, a San Francisco game or a Philly game at home in the conference championship game. That would be the path to where I could see them going to the Super Bowl. Like you're riding off a high. You don't have to win four games. You don't have to win like three games in a row to get to that point. You just have to like sit back, ride your high a little bit, play at home in front of your crowd. When was the last time Detroit had a home playoff game? It's probably been, it a been eons ago. Been a <laughs> like. Tell me that wouldn't tell me that stadium wouldn't I, sell I, out and be loud as shit. Well, I think that's true for every playoff game. Maybe, but I just think Detroit what do you mean, would mean, uh, it would it would mean something. Maybe it would mean would something, have, man. They could have would they have plot armor? I don't know. Like what are we talking maybe about? Maybe. They might have plot armor. Someone's gonna make a documentary know. about this too. They've got look, they've got <laughs> a really diverse running game that can yeah. threaten mm-hmm. in a whole lot of different ways. Like you just never quite know post snap what's going to happen they're they're not afraid to dial up the trickery and they do it about as well as any team in the league like when ben johnson dials up something that like you'll only see once all year it's usually something pretty special i think of the hook and lateral they used to convert a first down versus the the packers last year to basically send them send them packing and <laughs> they're just the amount of gap scheme stuff that they use with these pulling guards you like it's just a lot to deal with they ben johnson i don't know what tree this guy came from like where did he come from i don't know where he came from to be completely honest with you i don't think he was a mcveigh guy i don't think he was a shanahan guy he's just been like this rogue force like taking notes (laughs) hanging on their every word in press conferences and like building his own shit somewhere else i'm sure there's some good historical comp for ben johnson like some president or war general that like just kind of came out of nowhere i someone in the that's, comments that's what i was drop, thinking drop i'm not a much 
Dude, I'm not Johnson. enough of a history nerd. I need who's a good football history? Like we need Ettinger Mentum on here. Please <laughs> help us. Who is Ben Johnson's like political equivalent? But he he's just like doing his little yeah. discount not even discount because it's pretty good but like mcveigh shit without ever working with mcveigh and yeah. uh it's 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 very impressive to... stuff because he's he's clearly very very smart and knows ben johnson knows how to sequence with... things and like knows when to call things when and it's like just kind of like this intrinsic thing so ben johnson was with boston college for three years uh, of course just like a grad assistant and a tight ends coach. And then he right, was right. with my, he was with the dolphins for seven years as just like an offensive assistant, assistant, like position coach. What years were these? 2012 to 2018. And then he came to Detroit. He's from the Adam Gase tree. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> or, or maybe he's from the, <laughs> From the Joe Philbin tree, that could also be. It's from both. Well, because he's learning Philbin from the mistakes. The he's like, well, this shit doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> he's like inverse Adam Gase. He's like everything. <laughs> I'm from the tree of bad things, so I know. <laughs> I know what not to do. I know what not to do. <laughs> yeah, the Adam Gase. Okay, yeah, he's worked for Joe Philbin, Matt Patricia, Adam Gase, and Dan uh, Campbell. <laughs> Where did this guy come from? How did he get good? It's he a really mystery, started. dude. It's a fucking mystery. That is actually crazy. <laughs> and he Bro, literally like runs. He literally trenches. like he did make it out of the trenches. <laughs> he for he for real made it out of the trenches. <laughs> I don't know. He's crazy. I I love I love Ben Johnson, but um. <laughs> anyway, I <laughs> that's <laughs> the Bucks. I don't have too much to say about the Bucks. Um. Besides, I want to watch like this, this game and where can't see can't see return to yet a sack. Hey, hey, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, when you have Baker as a quarterback, there's going to be some games where you just can't pass a certain direction and you're just screwed. Um, can't see looked good today. He he was he was disruptive. He he looked difficult to like. He looked skinny. Like in a good way, like creases between the line, he could just kind of find a way to kind of worm his way through there, which is good. And I didn't notice him getting bulldozed too much at the point of attack. We'll have to check the film. We you may have, have to check the film. Figure out why Baker. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't catch too much of that one. So I got, yeah. I'd have to go back and look myself. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So. We want to get into the night game, our Little Caesars game of the week, brought to you by, of course, 
our good friends over at Little Caesars. You can get yourself a hot and ready slice or hot and ready pie. Pizza, they've got all types of crazy pizza combos now. I haven't, I like didn't realize that they've like, they've had it, they've added like a ton of like new stuff to their menu. But, um, we, we weren't originally going to watch the Sunday night game. And then Theo was like, hey guys, I'd be traveling. I'm on the road. I'm I on forced the road you guys to watch on, the game of the week. The road again. Just going to wait, take back on that road again. And then, the Giants almost beat him. Came That's down not to what the... I said. <laughs> Giants almost beat him. Went down to the last play. Do you think they should have called another penalty? Yeah. Oh, another penalty. It looks like a hold to me. Like, he yeah. grabbed his jersey and stuff. I mean, I don't hate the no call. Like, I thought this game for the, for the Bills was a little concerning just because the Giants' defense is, like, so bad. Like anytime you get in these games, the Giants defense gave they gave Miami a little bit of trouble. No, they Hold didn't. On. No, they didn't. <laughs> that game is Miami puts up like what forty in that game. If I I don't know, like there's the tipped pick Plus, six. If, like if, it was a little bit better than we thought, but if, like I wouldn't say like Giants Miami offense, was. If the Giants offense wasn't like the worst that game. I think it's a I think it's a little bit of a different story. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> How many yards of total offense did Miami have in that game? Five hundred and twenty-four, huh? However, <laughs> however, been, uh, they had two and, interceptions. And that doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like this is not a good New York defense. Everyone can see. <laughs> And yeah, if you have these games America. where you, like, don't have any points against a bad defense going into the fourth quarter, like... That's when, bad. When they lose, we can't say that there weren't signs. And I just... Diggs is great. He had 100 yards. And there was just no one outside of Diggs tonight. Like, no one could get any separation. Like, no one was doing anything. And I feel like that... Combined with the fact that Josh Allen can tend can tend to be a little bit volatile, maybe have a game where he tries to do a bit too much. Today he completed one of the craziest passes of all time, rolling to his right, like across his body in the tightest of windows. That's gonna that means two more picks are coming down the line because he thinks that he believes that's possible on every single play, <laughs> and that just reaffirms him. I mean, it is possible. <laughs> it is he possible it. for him. Like he's QB two. Okay, he's QB two in the league right now. So I don't want to slander Josh Allen because he's fantastic, and that was an amazing throw. Um, Who caught that? Was that Hardy? That was number eighty six. Deontay Hardy or Quentin Morris? I think it was Quentin Morris, the tight end. Oh God. Um. But anyway, like again, relying on a throw that the only way the only way they were able to put points on the board was a top point zero one percent throw by Josh Allen. And <laughs> last week they couldn't really get the ball going on the ground against the Jaguars and like just two kind of mid offensive performances in a row after blowing out the Dolphins has kind of cooled me down after being like basically I thought proven wrong about them. Like now it's like I, I just don't know if they have the juice again. Yeah, it's I. I don't know. I think there's who does have the juice in the AFC though. I guess is it's the it's thing. It's, it's like, like it's like 
the Chiefs kind of struggle with the same issue where it's just kind of one guy and it's like the Chiefs could probably win it all. Like how so, yeah, how many teams in the NFL have multiple like serious digs level weapons? Not even necessarily digs. Like dude, it's the like Bengals do. The Bengals, the Bengals, the, the Eagles, 49ers. the Niners. Uh, yeah, Miami. it's not it's not many. So Miami, maybe I hold them to yeah, too high. There's, there's some teams out there, but it's like, but still, like this was a very bad offensive performance against a very bad defense. Very true. Very true. It simply won't concerned. happen again. They'll learn from their <laughs> mistakes. It's good they played poorly. Right. You play poorly and you win. That gives you an opportunity to improve but I, with no with no consequences. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Maybe, possibly, looks worse on the scorecard than it was. Look, they're allowed to play like shit. Every team is allowed to play like shit for a couple games and win. I, I can't imagine there's too many Super Bowl winners out there who don't have a couple just terrible games over the course of the season and lose like it's it's pretty rare that that happens so i don't want to like pull all the alarms on the bills and like say that this but it we know that it's a problem like we saw it in the playoffs last year like we know it can crop up we know that's how they can lose a game is like people are dropping back and outside of digs it's just not quite that that second not even star but like that second positive player like getting separation down the field and like, there's a chance that they didn't solve it with Dalton Kincaid. And that's all. That's like my takeaway with, from this game. Well, I, I, I will say that um, the Bills in the second half of this game had three drives, two of which were touchdowns, and one of which was a total, we're going to like knee the ball out and kick a field mm-hmm. goal drive. Uh, and then in the first half, they had they had a, a decent number of drives that got going that either got killed by an interception or a fumble or a missed field yeah. goal. Yeah. So it it was it was I stand by I don't think it was as bad as maybe it looked um, on the scorecard, but they definitely have problems. Like yeah, they don't have a real real super high level number two next to Diggs. Their play call on the Morris that was such a sick play. I'm looking at it now like. They incorporated. A, I do think Dorsey has been a pretty good OC this year. Like I think better than last year. They have relied on cohesive play calls and like hitting things in structure <laughs> that uh, wasn't re- quite the case last year. It was like a Josh Allen, please save us type of offense. Maybe that's where the juice comes from. Is like better structure to the offense for Josh Allen to operate in. Maybe that's just, you know, once the elbow went, he went rogue like me. I don't, I don't know what happened last year, but that's like kind of what it felt like last year. You know, this year they're incorporating some of those, you know, fly motions that everybody across the league is incorporating. Like, I, I do think that over the past, like since that week one game versus the Jets, like Allen has been pretty normal, like hitting the top of his drop, getting the ball out. Things have been there. They've done nice things like incorporating the jumbo package and, and throwing from that type of look. Like they've had some success with some creative things like that. Um, little little fly motion from from eighty eight widen out the corner, then run a little stick nod up the seam, and Allen hits a crazy play under pressure. That was that's like peak Bills right there. Like that's as good as it gets in terms of offense. So yeah, I, I guess. We all know it's a problem or it could be a problem for the Bills, but 
everyone's allowed. You're you are right that they did have a very successful second half. It just it, it wasn't a big sample of drives. It could be a problem for the Bills, but if we're talking about like again, we talk there's like we named four teams that like have several elite threats and the Bills destroyed one of them. So it's yeah. like my stance on them is still I think the injuries are going to end up catching up to them. I think yeah, this team was really, really, really gunning for it this year. And you know, they've probably maybe lost a guy or two more than they can survive. In a playoff run, at least. It sucks. The Milano injury is going to be... That's yeah. Killer. That's yeah. so yeah. killer. He's so good. All right. So the real question. Would you have thrown it? <laughs> no, I would have run it. Obviously, you run it there. I mean, I I don't know. I I isn't their line terrible? Isn't that like the whole thing? No, it's like the whole thing. They've got the like Giants? multiple. Yeah, they've got like multiple practice squad players out there on the offensive line, bro. <laughs> like, like would a plunge up the middle like really be the? I don't know. Like, I'm looking lock. at this play. It's like Darren Waller, like. That's like the that's I think that's the right they got play. A, they got a bunch I, of, they I think got, it would have worked if he hadn't gotten held. <laughs> <laughs> I could have like it could have like there should have been a penalty. They got in a bunch formation and and tried to cross everybody over and like get someone free and they passed mm-hmm. it off really well and then he contested it at the end of the day really well because it didn't get called. And yeah. uh shit, you know, played in played in work, man. Like <laughs> doesn't mean you should never call it or doesn't mean I think it was a bad play. Like, I don't know. Maybe they should have. It was a little awkward. I, I will admit, like, the drop back. He was kind of fading away and jumping. And, like, that type yeah, of I mean, he had, there were, like, free from. rushers, though. He had, like, free rushers in his face. So, I I, I don't know. I, I just think play call criticism, I'm just not smart enough to know. I, I honestly, like... Maybe there was a better play call on that sheet, but as far as I know, yeah, there was. it was a little awkward. There, they ran. I think they ran play action, and that maybe is a little bit questionable um, against a blitz. But like, look what the line is doing. Like, I don't know. It was it was pretty ugly. Trying to, but um, yeah, again, they got under center. ESPN. They ran like. Basically, a very ugly-looking run. I can't quite even tell what it is, like, technically, because it's such a mess. Is it fake duo? And then Tyrod turns around. I think the back knows that the all-out blitz is coming and immediately starts to pass protect. So Tyrod knows, like, shit, this this play fake is dead. This ball fake is dead. So he hits the top of his drop and then just kind of has to throw a jump pass to Waller. So, yeah, maybe the play action wasn't the move there, like, but, or if you're going to play action boot out, and maybe that was more the plan and it just got fucked up by the zero blitz and they just didn't see it coming. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe the play call could have been better and it's, like, worthy of some criticism, but at the same time, like, I just, like, if everyone wanted them to run it so bad and they faked the run, like, maybe that could have been a good idea, you know, like... It's not unreasonable. Okay, they they, they hand it off here. I mean, 
there's a guy all i mean is there not a guy that's like beating saquon <laughs> like all like as it doesn't it really look like if they ran it from under center in this look it would have been a particular <laughs> it looked like they <laughs> like, were kind of selling out against the run and they yeah. were under center so maybe they just should have taken a straight drop back under center but that's kind of what they did maybe they should have rolled out maybe they should have just went shotgun like, All the time. They, they didn't have any timeouts though, and like it's, I don't really see a lot of like post snap moves to shotgun. What what was the play they ran before on on the pass interference? I don't I don't remember uh, exactly. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm, I'm looking at okay. Either. So they went they went empty. They went empty the play before. Well, they had to go empty because they had to get it. Yeah, they couldn't right. run they had it, to get from it to there. the end zone. Right. So that was easy. They get the they get the pass interference call, and then they're at the one. And then they get so, under center. And then it looks like you know oh, what? they're selling out against the run. And then they're like, well, let's see if we can get some play action going and just hit a little pop pass to, to Waller after yeah. like pretending to block it'll be wide open at the back of the end zone. And it didn't work. Yeah. Number seven just And if it, it really I've well. seen it work before, I like I've seen it work. I've seen Derrick Henry score on touchdown, score throw a couple touchdowns off Wildcat in that scenario. Yeah, but Derrick um, Henry is in shotgun when he's doing it. Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, so, yeah, maybe they could have adjusted some few things. I'm sure they'd like to have it back, but it's not like a yeah. fire. It's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's about, a but. horrible play call. Like, and even maybe if someone does that. read it well, Darren Waller's what six six. Plus, like that was a penalty. You, like they should have got another shot at it. Yeah. Maybe they, yeah. They, he got held. I think it looked like holding, it, but yeah, it it does look a little bit like it. But again, Darren Waller's six six. It's like you should be able to win that matchup anyway. I don't like how is that Taron Johnson number seven? Mm-hmm. How big is he? He plays big. He plays. I can't say I know. He's five eleven, one ninety two. Okay, that's not so. Yeah, Tyra could have placed it a little lower as well. Like, I don't but know. Again, but again, he was he was. He had two guys in his face. Like, what? What do you want him to? Anyway, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want any of them to do. I want him to score yeah. a touchdown. They should have done that. They should have called the touchdown play. And yeah, <laughs> so and... should have the Ravens earlier. And but the Ravens so won. Should the, so the Packers like... should have called the touchdown play on every play. But apparently they don't. And fuck, fuck them. <laughs> But the Browns, I can't call disagree. a touchdown play. So they did. They did get one of those. <laughs> but I think that pretty much wraps things up. Um, yeah, Matt, the Osari, your locks didn't hit this week. I'm sure I'll get him next uh, time. I'm sure you'll get him next time. But until then, we do have a live stream. Uh, we'll be live streaming during the Monday night game, so make sure you guys tune into that. Um, and then we'll do an, another film breakdown of a of a college wide receiver. Got to be a, um, a Buka. Again, or not a Buka. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the Washington guy. Oh, yeah. Rome. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back with another episode on Thursday, uh, doing some some more state of the union type stuff that we've been doing. And of course our stay hot locks for the upcoming week. But until then, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, we will catch you on the flippity fly.
headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.